guys, this is Mishka. Uh, you probably know my voice by now, or at least you should. We've done 21 episodes, guys, come on. Uh, but this time it's going to be a bit different. Uh, my episode in the hot seat is going to launch a, a three-episode special where your favorite hosts will rotate in the hot seat and the rest of them will... Well, I don't want to say grill them, uh, but they will definitely ask some challenging and thought-provoking questions. Uh, I now have the unfortunate uh, privilege of introducing myself, so I won't, because there's, no there's nothing people probably hate more than talking about themselves uh, in a situation like this, so probably let's just go on to the episode. Enjoy! <laughs> Dear Mishka, it's wonderful to have you on the opposite side of the table. Well, thank you for having me. Well, thank you're you very welcome, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while since I've sat in front of a microphone. Yeah, like what, a few minutes? Yeah, maybe 10, 15. Maybe 10, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> well, no matter what, this episode is going to be about you. So let's get started. I'm very nervous. Just a disclaimer, I'm very nervous. I have... <laughs> I've always admired our guests for coming here, but my, the respect has just grown tremendously. Just, I'm very, very nervous. But just so that you know, guys, we took really good care of Mishka. We gave her wonderful chocolate and a can of beer, so she's ready for it. She can what do more it. do I need? Exactly. I'm a simple girl. <laughs> <laughs> so to start off, I have uh, there are several questions written on the papers here on the table. So I want you to start by picking one. Hey, maybe we can say that these are the questions we collected, right? From uh, yeah, from you guys who are listening to Humans of SDU right now. Ooh. <laughs> Anna is shooting the paper. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do this. Can in the back. <clears throat> I like this one. So do I just read it out loud? Yeah, read it for us. Okay, what is the what is the thing you like most and least about Denmark? Ooh. Well, that's not hard right now because it's raining kids and dogs right now. And <laughs> so that's, that's your most favorite part, right? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's just something I don't think you can ever fully grow accustomed to it. I mean, you can you can achieve some sort of inner peace while you're just standing there at the traffic lights and the rain is just pouring down. You're like, yeah, well, okay, I'm wet. I'm, I'm, there's nothing on me that isn't wet, even with like rain, rainproof clothes, but. At least, you know, if you see, I, I, uh, I don't think you know this, because uh, I always take photos without my glasses, but I'm actually wearing glasses. So when the rain is just you know, smashing in your face, there, there are times where I actually have to stop and just wipe it. Like, I, I wouldn't need like wipers yeah. like, on, like, on the windshield. <laughs> that that's, just, that's just dangerous. Uh, what's the least favorite thing then? <laughs> no, this was... Oh, now you have... You know, made me confused. <laughs> this was the least favorite part about Denmark. The most favorite part is, well, I just really like Danes. I mean, Ooh. I really like Danish them. people. Come on. Yeah, not Danish guys. Danish people. Let's just let's not be sexist. Out, out right from the bat. Um, the thing is, they're so chill. They're very, very, very chill about everything, and I just really like the calm that. That basically defines the the nationality. I know it's 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 really hard to generalize like this, but there is there is a, a grain of truth in 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 all the Hygge talk. I was, as probably every international coming to Denmark, I was kind of reserved about this 
because you you heard from every day and saying, oh, you cannot explain this. It cannot be cannot be translated. But it's actually a really awesome thing, and I would like to <laughs> get on get on that level of chillness. But the thing is, uh, even though this would probably make them more susceptible to to being also kind of ignorant of their surroundings, since they're so chilling themselves, it's really nice how how nice they are. Because especially you know when again a foreigner comes into Denmark, chances are they haven't really biked that much in their life, and now they, they go from not biking at all to biking every day, quite long distances. So yeah, accidents happened. I don't know about you guys, but that happened to me. Uh, it was one of my first months here in Denmark, and it was raining, of course it was raining, and I just skidded off the road in, <laughs> into a pool of mud. Mm. <laughs> I could actually see the mud I left a couple of days later. So yeah. Days later. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And there was immediately like four or five cyclists or passerbys who just came to me like, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm okay. But this is very nice. But please just, you know, ignore this. this it, let's, let's pretend you haven't seen this. I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> so yeah, that's probably the most favorite thing about Denmark. I would like to be m- more Danish in this sense. Hmm. What do you think is the biggest difference between like... Danish and Slovaks. Well, since there aren't many, many foreigners living in Slovakia, um, it, it's it doesn't have international cities that much. Um, non, not even our universities are that much comprised of international people. Um, chances are that many people in Slovakia, Slovakia haven't met a lot of other nationalities. For example, other other ethnicities, other races. Uh, so that makes that that can make them a bit more close-minded, since in Denmark, um, it's a, it is a multicultural country, isn't it? Yeah, sure. uh, to some extent. I think I can agree. It's very similar in Czech, probably. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't want to put myself in the position of. Uh, <laughs> Comparing anything again, uh, that's, that's generalizing. Yeah. But yeah, I think definitely. I think this is definitely something uh, Slovak people and to to an extent Czech people could really learn hmm. from from Denmark a bit. But yeah, there are problems in Denmark as well. So yeah. All right, Mishka, take a next. Oh one. yay! Oh, another. Well, now l- let's say it's, it's a dog in the bed then. Another question. Oh, <laughs> Read it for us. A question, which is a nightmare for every recent graduate. What are your future plans in life? Well, <laughs> so you thank can, you. you can practice for the interview. <laughs> When do you see yourself in five years? Yes. Thank yes. you, random citizen who left this question to a, <laughs> a very anxious graduate. Um, well, for the immediate future, I plan to stay in Denmark. Um, I've I had a I've had a student job since January, and they told me after graduation that I can stay on uh, part time which was really cool because I really enjoyed working there. Uh, and I'm, well, basically trying to find either a full-time or another part-time job. So if any of you listeners know about anything when I fresh graduate, yes. uh, this is job. an awesome English speaker who is here to sell her. Yeah, here skills. is, <laughs> I can come into the future interviews like, Here is my LinkedIn profile. Here is my CV. Here's my podcast episode. Yeah, you can find it in the bio. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, like career-wise, uh, I just I would just like 
yeah, to find to find something else, if not just you know, for for the money for actual sustenance, uh, then for one more challenges, more more there are more skills to be, to be learned because, you know, when you when you leave university it doesn't doesn't mean that you stop learning, it means the opposite. Um, mm-hmm. And then um, I don't know, I really don't want to move anywhere else. That's the problem. It's I really really like Odense. <laughs> oh, okay. So lo- not even to another city. I mean, I love Copenhagen. But I prefer to be there a couple of times a week or visit it during the weekend. Um, I just I just found in my <laughs> so far very short life uh, that I don't really like capitals that much. There are just so many people. I know it's more exciting. It's more diverse. You can do pretty much anything you, you want to. You can be anyone who you want to in, in, in a big city. But I just really like that you can sit on the bike and bike from one end to the other, which I... Yeah, which I get in Odense. Hmm. I think, yeah. Copenhagen, though, doesn't really have that feel of a major capital city. Yeah. True. At least to me. Yeah. It's true, but when you, when you see a, a traffic jam with cyclists, that's a bit no-no. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I just like Odense for how homey it feels. I know it may I, I may be biased because I've lived here for two years, uh, but I just... I just feel really at home here. Yeah, it's definitely a nice yeah. place here. For yeah. sure, yeah. So, but you've graduated a few weeks ago and you must have looked forward to this moment for a very long time because there was a lot of stress with the thesis and stuff. <laughs> am I right? Or am I yeah. just making this? Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was stressful, yeah. Because when you, when you start a project like this, I thought I had a pretty good, good idea of what I was going to do. And project, you mean the thesis? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I basically did it on Trump and his relationship with the media and his impeachment. Which, yeah, it was a very exciting topic because, it, you know, it's Trump. So when your main source of data is his Twitter account, there's just constant stream of new, exciting, short messages to get through. Um, it was a very lovely weekend when I got through, when I went through basically my, my entire data set, which was like 900 something tweets. It was lovely. Yeah, but uh, it's like a one week of his tweeting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought I had a pretty good idea, but then you start researching and you start start reading and then you discover other angles, other other possibilities you can take and suddenly it's it's February and you're supposed to be writing now and you're basically completely lost because now there are just so many avenues. But as one of my teachers said... Uh, in the previous semester, uh, don't worry, it's 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 gonna look really bad, and you're gonna be f- feeling very lost. But then you know, around April, it's it's all gonna start making sense. And I was very dubious about that, but it did. <laughs> I'm very happy about it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. My original question was, what is it that you look forward to the most, like after you're gonna be done? Because now you have that over. So what is it that you can finally enjoy? Well. I don't even know, because uh, <laughs> with all the lockdown going on, it doesn't really feel like the the life changed that much. Hmm. Uh, it just it's just nice to to wake up in the morning, and not have these. Well, of course, I still have a to do list because life hasn't stopped, <laughs> but not to have an entirely entirely separate to do list for just thesis stuff. It's nice to not have it 
at the back of your mind all the time. Even when you're when you're out, when you're doing something else, when we were doing podcast stuff, there was still the feeling that oh my god, I'm I'm completely running out of time. I should be doing something else. I should really be doing my thesis, which was completely, completely, what's the word? Madness. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I mean. Rationally, I knew I had time, but you know, there's this paranoid feeling that you're you should always do be doing more, uh, yeah. and that's something kind of you know defies me. This this paranoia, this anxiety that there's always something you should be doing when you're not. Um, but so yeah, this is very nice. It felt it felt like a huge relief to have this handed in, uh, and even though I really enjoyed it, I just don't want to see it again <laughs> for the next couple of months at least. Mm. Right. So, what's the plan for the next couple of months for the summer? Um, it's, it's actually a pity because I said uh, that I lived in Denmark for two years almost, and I haven't seen that much of it. So I'm thinking I'm just going to take advantage of <laughs> the Corona relief pa- uh, package that was just released that slashed the prices of all the, all the admission fees to zoos and museums and whatnot, uh, to, to half. So mm-hmm. I think I, I'm, I think it's finally time for me to... To, to get to know the country I actually live in, uh, apart from Copenhagen and Olense. Mm. Um, so yeah, I really, I really wanted to, to go to, to Amsterdam for my birthday uh, in the spring, but then obviously it didn't happen. And I'm contemplating if it's a good idea now. Because on, on one hand, the situation in Europe isn't that bad anymore, and the borders are closed for um, countries outside of you mostly. I don't know if that's true anymore, though. Oh, never mind. Mostly, uh, yes. So that would mean <laughs> that there won't be a lot of tourists. But then again, is it really a holiday if you go somewhere and you have to... You don't again. have the tourists? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's if a you... Dream. It's a dream, yeah. <laughs> if you just have to constantly think if you're keeping the distance, uh, I don't know if they need to wear masks, but if you have a mask, if you have a spare mask, uh, if you are sitting far enough on the beach, if you're sitting far enough in a bar or in a cafe, is it really a holiday that you go there to enjoy yourself? And I don't really think, a, a part, a partly it's more responsible to, to just you know, stay home or go in the nature uh, this summer, but on the other hand, like, is it really a holiday if you have mm. to do all of this? Interesting you're saying it, I wouldn't even think of it, I would be just glad to get out. To go. Yeah, yeah, those thoughts wouldn't occur. Definitely more responsible in that <laughs> sense. And I also want to see my family, of course, because uh, I haven't seen them in like four months. Uh, I was lucky to go just as lockdown was beginning. I think uh, I got back to, to Denmark and it was a couple, maybe a week later. They, they closed everything off, so I was like, cool, you know, all in good time, I guess. Uh, so I think I would just really like to go, but then again, I don't really feel like traveling because again, masks and airplanes and airports. Ugh. <laughs> and then again, having to be tested at home before seeing your grandma, because it's not really required anymore. Uh, but you know, you don't really want to bring your grandma a souvenir uh, <laughs> from Denmark when she's 80 years old uh, hmm. and in, in the wrist, so yeah. Again, so responsible. Uh. <laughs> but that's actually one thing I really appreciate about this project, that we, when we work together, that's how responsible you are that we can actually rely on you 
every time. Oh, so this is a little <laughs> appreciation so moment. It is right. It made me feel very good. <clears throat> but it actually brings me to another question. What is it that you enjoy about it? If about the podcast. There is something. No, I'm j- I'm just you know here to keep at least some of my friends. <laughs> yeah, nobody. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's it's really nice uh, to meet people. Just. I know it comes off as weird from somebody who's doing a podcast with strangers, but I'm actually, I wouldn't say shy. I'm just really awkward when meeting new people. I think I'm pretty nice and I'm pretty fun when I know the people. <laughs> like my my two interviewers uh, <laughs> right now, because we've known each other for quite some time and I, and I know I can be fully myself. Um, so it's really hard for me to, to new, meet new people and not come off as a complete weirdo. Because <laughs> I have this... I, 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 yeah. yeah, you know, the first time I met Mishka. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> please, oh, please think about what you're going to say next. It was at my house, so, you know, it, you could have just gone home. <laughs> it was lovely. <laughs> lovely. <laughs> well, it's, it's pretty hard to, to meet new people when you really care about leaving the good first impression because I have a, almost like a pathological need to be liked. <laughs> So it's pretty hard. So this this is very nice because I'm basically forced to meet the people and think about what I'm going to talk to them about. Uh, and that should be pretty natural in the conversation because otherwise the, the episodes would be really bad. Uh, so this is very nice. And also, yeah, it gives you a lot of experience because we didn't know when we were coming into this how much work this actually is going to be. So we, we thought, yeah, cool, you know, just recordings and then post it on social media and that's it. No, that was not it, definitely. Because, uh, yeah, it was a lot of work. And I, and I feel like we, we drew a lot uh, during this project. And it's, As a team. Yes, yes. <laughs> There's no I in team, yes. Uh, <laughs> is this something I can also use at, you know, job interviews? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it, and, it, and again, it's... It <laughs> There's no I in team. <laughs> We, we actually want just you know I, I'm gonna host my own episode apparently uh, we actually talked about you know making a challenge of who's gonna make me laugh the most uh, oh we stopped collecting the books yeah but I'm winning so. yeah because <laughs> oh, when I when I when I go into laughing fit it's 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 a strain right yeah my, my boyfriend says I laugh like a head so awesome. I don't know what that means I keep, you know uh, ugly old witch a bad That's one so not true sure 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 <laughs> Do you also like, feel obliged to say it because you're sitting in front of me, you know, no, no, no. in, in, in smacking distance? I have distance? a good distance. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then this is another thing that I really enjoy because uh, I think it's kind of dangerous to start, uh, to enter a working relationship with your friends, which is basically what this is. I know it's just our own project, but it's a working relationship. Uh because you know, if you have a conflict in your personal life, then it can affect your working relationship. But then yeah, again, the experience that uh, <laughs> 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 and during the previous recording with my girlfriend, who is supposed to also be my working associate, <laughs> so I can relate to that. I, think, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking. I about. think these three episodes will be a lot of airing dirty laundry. So you know, stay tuned. Um, but yeah, I mean, you listen, you're, you're listening to this and I, I'm not really sure if Martin is going to cut any of this. I don't really think so. 
uh, except for the parts we speak mm, in Czech or Slovak. After I receive the, this look, I have to cut it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, th- I don't think I don't really think that this dynamic is something you can replicate with with people you just work with and don't have any really close relationship with. Because I, th- I think it shows that we're friends. I think it shows in the in the recordings, and I, th- I think uh, also the guests can feel a bit more at home. Uh, because they t- kind of get sucked in, maybe into into the friendly atmosphere. Hopefully, um, <laughs> yeah. I've 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 heard it from. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not really sure who it was now, but from one of my, one of our guests, and she she said that she felt like she 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 knew us for for a long. She has known us for a long time, even though just for example, just meeting me for the first time for I, the recording. I just wanted to say that there there's a high chance that she has known us for yeah. <laughs> since most of our guests were friends. Well, you know, not me, because as yeah. I said, I, I have a hard time meeting new people. And uh, basically 50% of my of my friends are just moving back home right now. So uh, another ad? Can I just do this? You know, another ad? No, I'm not just looking for a new job. I'm looking for new friends too. So, okay, so everyone who's lo- <laughs> was looking for new friends listening to this podcast. Yeah, again, yeah. you can meet lovely and responsible Mishka. <laughs> so, uh, you know, as our mission statement is that we want to fight anonymity. I'm basically, you know, the, the embodiment of this. <laughs> I, I, I'm... I'm pretty, you know, hard on uh, keeping this mission because, you know, my, my, my future happiness in life depends on me because I need, I need friends, of course. Everybody needs friends. So, Mishko, take the last question of mm-hmm. yours special. Now, this is going to be a like, hamster episode. We've had cat, we had a dog. Uh, I feel like I... Yeah, can I draw another one? I feel like I... Answer this. Would you like to stay in Denmark after your studies? Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm just going to draw another that one. That was pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, let's do and one thank more. thank you for listening. <laughs> okay, let's do one more. Let's do one more. This is very ironic. Uh, what pat- podcast do you listen to? Well, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> it comes <laughs> really... Oh, here comes dear. It comes really weird uh, from somebody who does a... who makes the podcast. Uh, but I'm... I don't really... Yeah, I'm I'm not really one for podcasts. Uh, I've had a recommendation from Anna for months now, Happiness Lab. And I know it's going to really help me with everything in my life that's not really good. Uh, But I just haven't really given it a chance. So I think this can be my public promise to start listening to podcasts (laughs) by this one. Uh, I don't know. I just, when it comes to, I don't know, uh, New York Times or Economist, I prefer to read them uh, than listen to them. When I'm when I when I just when I'm working or when I'm when I'm cleaning, I I just really like to listen to to music hmm. and sing a lot. On the other hand, you're the biggest expert on movies and TV series and TV shows that I've ever met. <laughs> mm. Like all the series. I would say yes. <laughs> yes, everything I've watched was because of you. Because like, yeah, you should watch this. And you you should watch this as well. So. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I really like that. Um, I'm the I'm the sole provider for Netflix and HBO for my household, so uh, I think it shows. <laughs> but yeah, and I and I really like to use this knowledge at pop quizzes, because mm. there is not really a guarantee that my team is going to win when it's a general quiz, but when it's a movie quiz, yeah, we're we're pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, I, we've experienced it just last week when we went to a pub quiz and it was the first time that it was us on one team and Mishka on the other team and we had no chance. We ended up last and Mishka's team won. So well, then we covered uh, both. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, both, end, both, both ends, ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> of the scale, right? So exactly. we had the last. And, yes. uh, but um, it was, I have to give a shout out to my, to my teammates, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't be that modest. Don't be that modest. Oh, I mean, if you, if you don't have people on your team who you're going to have a 10-minute discussion on when Tower Bridge was built solely based on Sherlock Holmes movies, I mean, why do you even go there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah just that, that's don't what bother. it's all about, right? Yeah, don't, don't, I, I'm not going next time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a nice discussion about this one. Right? Yeah, yeah not, not, at least not such nice. Yeah. Mishka, before I let you go, I would like to know that you have talked about your master thesis, but I admire even more your bachelor thesis <laughs> because that's about your... I'm. Can I say biggest passion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> about your biggest passion. It's my one true love. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Dominic. So tell me, like, how many times you've read those books? Well, I did my bachelor thesis on Harry Potter. Uh, and, well, of course, I read them for, you know, in preparation for the thesis. It was, it was a, what a very big sacrifice <laughs> on my part. Uh, but, yeah, let's, I don't know, let's do the math. Uh, I started reading them when I was, like, six. Well, my parents read it to me. Just, yeah, I couldn't read at that age yet. And then I, I read it maybe like once every year. So, you know, let's do the math. <laughs> it t- some, to someone, it takes the whole year to read it. And someone reads it just once a year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it was probably like the, the most favorite books were maybe like 20 times. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> I know. Like, ah. I just, I, I always say that uh, if I erased all my Harry Potter knowledge, because I could definitely major in this and I could teach this. <laughs> um, if, I, if I just erased it, there was there would be space for like two or three languages. Uh, I could definitely you know understand physics. Then it just it just felt like such a waste. I could have known Danish by now if I didn't have all the spells and all the magical creatures <laughs> in my head. But then again, yeah, maybe in the future it it will actually be you know a department of Harry Potter. <laughs> you should open a course on Harry Potter. It would be amazing. Oh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Hey, welcome to Hogwarts. Oh. Oh, Mishka, you're be awesome. Black magic teacher. Mm. And I could walk on them with my laugh. You know? <laughs> 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 it would finally find a place somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, Marty, to conclude the episode, you know what lies ahead. Yeah, well, thank you, Mishka, for joining us. That's not what I meant. <laughs> so what, 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 what? I thought you want to use the space for your last question. For my last question, mm-hmm. oh yes, uh, Mishka, what is your life hack? There oh, we shit, go. I completely forgot about this one. <laughs> <laughs> and now, do we now have to put on the explicit, or do we have like you know, like PG thirteen? You have one part before you can you know be R rated. Eh, never mind. I don't okay, know. life hack. Uh, it's a very hard question again. <laughs> a lot of respect for it. We've heard that a few times. It's yes. really, it's really hard to, to just you know take start of your life when, uh, when you're putting on the spot like this but I just you know as somebody who's who has like dealt with anxiety basically as long as I can remember sometimes it can be really hard to, to you know just just take take life as it is because um, I'm, I'm also a very organized person um, to do list is my best friend basically um, but sometimes it's not not even that is enough uh, so then you just, you know, just have to relax. Uh, I've, I've, there's, there's this one technique, uh, that I've read helps and it does help. 
me when I when I get really anxious. You just have to look around you and you just have to, you know, kind of ground yourself in, in reality. You, you have to think about the things you see. You have to think about the things you hear, the things you can touch. Because when when you ha- when you're anxious like this, it's it's basically your imagination just running amok. Is you imagining all the best thing, the, all the worst things that <laughs> not best? Oh, oh my god, that would be <laughs> awesome! All the worst things, all the worst possible scenarios, uh, and the more the better your imagination is, <laughs> well, the, the more anxious you get. So it it really helps just you know grounding yourself. And what I've discovered during the during the lockdown, baking actually really helps. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Doha, uh, <laughs> who talked about it a lot. How cooking helps her. Uh, it actually really does. Cause I, I just realized one day when I was I was being really anxious for no apparent reason at all, and I just realized, damn, I really want to bake something. So I just went to the <laughs> shop and bought yeast and bought flour, and I just baked, and it was really cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's great. I can imagine what it does with an imagination brought up on Harry Potter stories. It can go pretty mm-hmm. wild. <laughs> well, that, that's actually a problem. I'm, you know, I've, I'm afraid of a lot of stuff but not much of it is real. You know, when I'm walking home at night, I'm not really afraid of anybody, you know, mugging me or attacking me. I'm afraid of, you know, the eat clown being in the sewers. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what reading Harry Potter at the age of five and six brings you. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Congratulations on surviving your hot seat session. Woo-hoo! It's very hot. Oh my God, I'm sweating. I'm really sweating. <laughs> it's been a pleasure to have you on the other side. It's been really weird and nice to be on the other <laughs> side as well. <laughs> Thank you for be- being with us, Mishka. Thank you for, uh, you know, spending the hour with me. It's not like it's the first or last hour. <laughs> well, I have to say the hot seat is pretty hot. <laughs> it was it was a challenging experience. Um, so I'm more than happy to pass the baton to Anna, who will be the guest on the next episode next Wednesday. So tune in.